Welcome everybody to Football Talk with Freddy, the number one podcast for football. Today it is Sunday, November 22nd, and and I'm here to recap all the top 25 games from this weekend. Uh, there were some pretty good games, games, and some games that not that weren't weren't so good good or went or there was a blowout by the team that was expected to win so so yeah yeah um i'm going to be recapping the games and then talk about the top 20 ap top 25 though though here's the thing thing the top ap top 25 i'm gonna announce it but it's not gonna mean anything uh because on tuesday the college football playoff comes out. The first one, the first of six or five, I think. I think. Do they do five? Let me see. Hold on. It's one, two, three. Yeah, five. First of five. Five. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Where uh, the committee marks everyone. Everyone's played a different amount of games. Some teams might have played eight games. Some have played seven. Some have played three. Some have played two, one. And actually, nobody's played one, but everybody's in a different spot. And, and that's what... What is going to be interesting. Do you, do you put Ohio State at one? Even though they've played four games, do you play Alabama at one? Do you play Notre Dame, who had a bye week this week? Week it, some teams have games postponed. How do you? That it's going to be very interesting. So let's get into it. Uh, so the first game I'm going to recap is a a Thursday night matchup that we had in college football. It was a uh, the Tulane Green Wave taking on the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Tulsa. Unbelievable game. Game in the fourth quarter. First half, nobody scored a point. It was a defensive game. Second half, Tulane scored 14 points in the third and four a touchdown in the fourth. Fourth, looked like uh, Tulsa are... I mean, Tulane was going to win it, the game. But then Tulsa scores 21 points in the fourth quarter and won the game off. Or should I take it back? Forced overtime off a of Hail Mary. And it, it was with their third-string quarterback, Davis Brinton. He's their third-string quarterback, Zach Smith. He's I, – I, I watched the second half, but – Right here, it says Seth Boomer and Zach Smith all threw passes. And Davis Brin, Davis Brin threw the Hail Mary. Uh, I have no idea if Seth Boomer or Zach Smith got hurt or benched. Seth Boomer was 7 of 13, had 60 yards and one interception. Zach Smith, 2 of 6 for 17 yards. And then Davis Brin, 18 of 28 for 266 yards two t- and two touchdowns. Michael Pratt for Tulane, or Tulane. Yeah, Tulane. 
was 8 of 17 for 76 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Not the best day. Day. Uh, Michael, and he had 11 carries for 30 yards on the ground. Uh, Liam, Liam Rusher was uh, Stefan uh, Hutterson. He had uh, 24 carries for 98 yards and a touchdown. Liam Rusher for Tulsa was Corey Taylor, 19 carries for 132 yards. Yards. Davis Brin had four carries for 11 yards and a touchdown. So he had three touchdowns that game to win it. Maybe maybe he's going to be the starter now after winning that game. Uh, Juan Carlos Santana had eight receptions for 138 yards and a touchdown. Josh Johnson, 90, seven receptions for 95 yards and a touchdown. Down Lane receiver for Tulane was uh, Will Wallace with two receptions for 34 yards and a touchdown. And Tyreek James with two receptions for 19 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Tulsa fumbled the ball two times and lost both of them. Um, lean tackler was uh, Nick Anderson and Dorian Williams for Tulane. Uh, Williams had uh, two two uh, tackles for loss, a sack, and a quarterback hurry. Anderson had a half a sack, a tackle for loss. Loss, uh, Larry Brooks had an interception. Lean tackler for Tulsa was uh, Zayvon Collins with 15 tackles, half a tackle for loss. And a pick six. And I believe that was a pick six in overtime. That's that's how they won the game, off a interception in overtime. Pick six. Uh, anybody else have a big game? Game. Uh, Zach Long, the kicker for Tulsa. He was one of two, made a 50-yard field goal. 20. 20, along of 27, was 3 for 3 on extra points. Merrick Glover for Tulane struggled. He was 1 of 3, made a 39-yard field goal, 3 for 3 on extra points, though. Tulane punted it 4 times. Tulsa punted it 4 times. Tulsa remains is 5-1 and one right now. And and they, they played well for most of the game. Game or I take it back, back on defense they did. The second half struggled, but was able to get back in and win the game. So that's that's big for Tulsa. Uh, and they're probably gonna remain ranked, maybe go up. Tulsa, and this is a crazy stat for Tulsa. Tulsa is three, is like four and out this year. Went down by 14 points. So they, they just know how to come back. And that, and that's great for a team. Fighting through adversity and able to come back. That, that That's what I love. Love to see. Who's their coach? Who's their coach? Football coach? Philip Montgomery. He's been there for six years. Years. He was the offensive coordinator for Baylor in 2013. So he was the off- offensive coordinator from 2012 to 2014 at Baylor. Co-offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, and running back coach. 
between 2008 to 2011 at Baylor. So he worked with RG3. Uh, he was a quarterback coach and a running back coach and a co-offense coordinator for Houston from 2003 to 2007. And they worked with some high schools. in Texas let's see okay so 6 and 7 10 and 3 2 and 10 3 3 and 9 4 and 8 5 and 1 though okay so he's had some good years some bad years 2016 was a good year for him last three years it's been rough though but this year he's on the rise so okay so maybe I was like I wonder if teams would be interested in him but Maybe not. I I would like to see a little bit more consistency. See, he's, he is having a good year this year, but, like, I would say maybe, like, two or three years. That's why I like Billy Napier as a candidate for, like, South Carolina. Like, he's been good for, like, at least two or three years. But let me see how – and – let me see how long okay so he's been he's 25 and 11 as a head coach and this was his he was okay seven and seven his first year 11 and three last year seven and one this year okay yeah i i think bill napier should be the top candidate for south carolina some people think he freeze. Like, he does have SEC experience, but, eh. I don't know what to say. Say, I'm, I, let me see. How long has Hugh Freeze been at Liberty? From 2019 to 2020. So, how well did he do in his first year? Eight and five. Okay, so good, a good record there. From a team that, how well did Liberty do before them? Uh, Liberty, Liberty. I'm I'm just curious. I want to see this. Liberty, last year or no? Last year they went eight and five, but or they the year before, in twenty eighteen. They went six and six, and then twenty sixteen is when they, or no, twenty eighteen was their first year in the FBS. They went six and six, eight and five, and eight, eight and zero right now. So, yeah, I'd be, I think it would be cool to see Hugh Freeze back as long as he's not cheating. No cheating.
Just saying that. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, uh, sorry yeah, I'm talking about this game a lot. A lot, but uh, Tulsa, Tulsa, they're doing really good this year. Here, if they keep it up, maybe I'll t take them over Cincinnati. When do they play Cincinnati? In two, in two weeks, or three, three weeks. Maybe I might. Maybe I will. We'll see. See, I did pick them to up, uh, to beat them, uh, back earlier in the season. But. But the game was postponed. But yeah. Okay, the next game I'm going to recap is number six Florida taking on Vanderbilt. Bill, uh, Florida won the game thirty-eight to seventeen, and honestly, this game was a little bit closer than what the score is for most of the game. Vanderbilt started off hot, hot. Uh, had ten points in the first, but that, and in Florida, Florida's offense though just couldn't couldn't be stopped. Vanderbilt's defense wasn't good. Their offense honestly wasn't that bad. At least passing attack, they they weren't the best running the ball. Ball. But passing, and they they were they weren't bad at all. So, and it was close for most of the game, really. So, uh, Kyle Trask, he had a big day, and honestly, he's probably going to win the Heisman. He he was twenty six of thirty five, had three hundred eighty three yards and three touchdowns. They brought in Emory Jones for a play. He was one for one through a 30-yard pass for, for a touchdown. Ken Seals for Vanderbilt was 22 of 34, 319 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Lean rusher was uh, Mike Mitchell Pryor with 13 carries for 44 yards. Lean rusher for Florida was Damian Pierce with 11 carries for 55 yards and a touchdown. Lean receiver was Kadarius Toney with six receptions for 107 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Kamor Gamble with three receptions for 60 yards and a touchdown. And Trayvon Grimes with three receptions for 44 yards and a touchdown. Leading receiver for Vanderbilt was Chris Pierce Jr. with four receptions for 97 yards and two touchdowns. Downs, uh, Clear Elam had an interception. Uh, Pearson Cook was one of one, made a 25-yard field goal, two for two on extra points. Evan McPherson, five for five on extra points, one for one. Made a 33-yard field goal. Florida punted it two times. Vanderbilt punted it six times. Florida remains undefeated. I mean, I know they have one loss to Texas a My bad. Uh, next, uh, next game we have, have is an App Appalachian State taking on a number 15, Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina won the game. 15, or I mean, I mean, 34 to 23. They're ranked number 15. Zach Thomas for Appalachian State did not have a good game. He was 17 of 29 for 211 yards, one touchdown, but three interceptions. Grayson McCall, he had an all right day. 12 of 21 for 200 yards and two touchdowns. Downs. He did have 14 carries for 69 yards on the ground, though. 
And then Reese White had eight carries for 21 yards and a touchdown. The rusher for Appalachian State was Cameron Peoples with 27 carries for 178 yards and a touchdown. Downs, lane receiver for Appalachian State was Malik Williams with three receptions for 79 yards. And then Christian Wells had two receptions for 41 yards and a touchdown. Lane receiver for Coastal Carolina was Isaiah Likely with three receptions for 118 yards and a touchdown. And then CJ Marble with three receptions for nine yards and a touchdown. Down, DJ. D. Jordan Strong had two interceptions, and one of those he took for a pick six. And Alex Spalum had one interception. Uh, Chandler Staten was three of four, made a 45-yard field goal, two for two on extra points. Uh, Massimo Biscardi was one of one, made a 51-yard field goal, but was one of two on extra points. Coastal Carolina punted three times. Appalachian State punted one time. 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 It was a close game. Throughout, Appalachian State was actually winning the game 16, 17 to 9 at half. But in the second half, Coastal Carolina had 25 points total. Appalachian State only had six. And Coastal Carolina was able to get the win. And remain undefeated. Curious where where they'll be in the in the playoff rankings. They're not going to make the playoffs. I I can say that already. But 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 hey they I am yeah, probably not. I was gonna say they might have a chance at a New Year's Six Bowl. Probably not, with unless Cincinnati can fall down, some. But hey, you never know. No, but Coastal Carolina's having a great year, so that's all you can say. And then, let me see. Uh, I believe that's okay. So now I'm going to recap the the Buckeye Indiana game. Game. Uh, it was it was a really good game, honestly. Honestly, uh, Buckeyes won. The game forty two thirty five, and I gotta give Indiana some credit. I I I thought they were a good team. They were gonna be a good team this year, but I didn't think they would be good enough to compete with Ohio State, and they did. They obviously didn't win the game and game, but they they competed. One score game, fought to the end, even when they were down by twenty one points. I gotta I gotta give them credit. Where credits do this Indiana team team is impressive. Ohio State, they're probably gonna unless they somehow get two more games postponed, they probably won't. They're probably gonna go to the Big Ten championship. Chip, uh, Indiana, though, no, the they could. 
probably go to a maybe a New Year's Six Bowl. Actually, let me see. Nah. It's probably going to be Wisconsin. Wait, no, Rose, I tell you back. I was about to say they could go to the Rose Bowl maybe, but, but no, that's that college football playoff bowl this year. So, so they, they wouldn't go to that. Uh, uh, but, uh, but for this game, uh, Michael Penix Jr. He had a he had a pretty good game, in my opinion. But it could have done done a lot better. I feel like he was twenty seven to fifty one for four hundred ninety one yards and five touchdowns. Did have one interception though. Though he some of the passes his he. There were passes that he needed to make, make, and he missed. And I don't know if that was due to miscommunication with his receivers. But there were passes he he needed to make. He did have a good stat line though, like with four hundred ninety-one yards and five touchdowns. Never can complain about that. But that Justin Fields. Did not have a good day. 18 to 30, 300 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Had 15 carries for 78 yards on the ground. Uh, Ohio State had to really rely on their rushing game. This game, Indiana did not have a rushing game. Game, uh, their leading rusher was a uh, Samson James with three carries for 10 yards. Uh, Ty Ty uh, Freifogel. Had seven receptions for 218 yards and three touchdowns. Downs, big day for him. David Ellis, four receptions for 86 yards and a touchdown. Wap, Filior, had six receptions for 56 yards and a touchdown. Garrett Wilson had a big day for the Buckeyes. Seven receptions for 169 yards and two touchdowns. Chris Olave, eight receptions, 101 yards. Master Teague, though, uh, MVP for this game, I would say. 26 carries, 169 yards, and two touchdowns. Big day. Day. Sean Wade had a pick six for the Buckeyes. He wasn't having the best day, but then made up for it with that that play. Jamar Johnson had two interceptions, and Jerome Johnson. I'm curious, are they brothers? Like Johnson's a common last name, so there's probably a chance they're not, but... Let me see, Jermar Johnson. Are they, are they related or is it? Let me see. Okay. Uh, no, no, they they aren't brothers. I didn't think they were were because Johnson's a common last name. So, so but uh, just curious. Uh, Charles Campbell was five for five on extra points. Uh, Jake uh, Siebert was o o one o for one and made six and was six for six on extra points. Indiana punted six times. Buckeyes punted five times. Times 
Buckeyes remain undefeated. Undefeated. And big win for them in the end. Uh, though, uh, you can't be blown at 21-point leads again. Just saying that. Or, well, I guess they didn't, but come close to it, I should say. Uh, next. Uh, yeah, next game they the Buckeyes have is against uh, Illinois. Illinois got a, I think I beat uh, Nebraska today. Today, let me double check on that. That I saw they were uh, putting a beat down on them earlier. Let me see, did Nebraska come back? No, they did not. Indiana or Illinois won. It's forty-one twenty-three. Three. The game's at Illinois. Buckeyes do do uh, have some history against Illinois. Knowing about struggling against them, so you never know. Never know, but I, I'm still picking the Buckeyes to win that game probably. But they're but they're looking very good. Uh, next game we're going to recap is uh, North Alabama versus BYU. Number eight BYU. There's there's not a whole lot to talk about in this game. It was a complete blowout. Blah, BYU won 66-14. to 14. North Alabama is 0-4 this year. Uh, they are an FCS school. School uh, For BYU, Zach Wilson, he was 10 of 16, 212 yards, and four touchdowns. Downs, Tyler Algier had 13 carries for 141 yards and two touchdowns. Miles Davis, four reception, or four carries for 54 yards and two touchdowns. Downs. Uh, North Alabama had two different quarterbacks. They had Blake Deaver, who was 11 of 19 for 107 yards, and Rhett Files, for, who was 15 of 21 for 200 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Uh, their leading rusher was Tyler Price with five carries for 29 yards. Jawan Howell with 13 carries for 22 yards and a touchdown. Down. A leading receiver for BYU is Dax. Milne with four receptions for 101 yards. Uh, Kavika Fanua had four receptions for 36 yards and two touchdowns. Isaac Rex, three receptions for 20 yards and two touchdowns. And Neil Pau with one reception for 19 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jacoby Bird had three receptions for 33 yards and a touchdown for North Alabama. And their leading receiver was Dexter Boykin with three receptions for 64 yards. Yards Malik Moore had an interception in the game. Uh, North Alabama's kicker Grayson Easterling was two of two on extra points. Jake Olroyd was one of for one on field goals. Made a fifty-three yarder, very impressive. It was nine for nine on extra points. North Alabama punted it nine times or four times. BYU punted it two times, and the Cougars remain undefeated. They have one game left on their schedule right now. They play San Diego State next week, and that might, and that might, or not next week in three weeks, I think. Yeah, in three weeks, they might try to. The Pac-12 just uh, just announced that they're open to scheduling non-conference games if needed. So maybe BYU can schedule a couple Pac-12 teams that. It, 
that would uh, help their resume a lot. That's it. They, I don't think they can make the playoffs, but still, that would help their resume a whole lot. A lot. Uh, the next game I'm going to talk about is uh, Iowa State uh, versus uh, Kansas State. Iowa State destroyed them 45 nothing. Nothing. Brock Purdy had a pretty good day, 16 of 20 for 236 yards and three touchdowns. Brees Hall, 15 carries for 135 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, Hunter Deckers had two carries for five yards and a touchdown. Lane Rusher for Kent State was Deuce Vaughn with seven carries for 44 yards. Yards, I think Will, I didn't watch. I watched some of this game, but not all of it. Will Howard must have got hurt. He, or benched, he finished the day 3 of 9 for 32 yards in an interception. And then they brought in Nick Aist. Aist. He was 6 of 10 for 44 yards. Yards. Lean receiver was Chabaston Taylor with two receptions for 37 yards. Lean receiver for Kansas State, or I mean, not Kansas State, Iowa State, was Xavier Hutchinson with six receptions for 111 yards and a touchdown. And then Joe Skates had two receptions for 53 yards and a touchdown. And then Charlie Kolar had two receptions for 22 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Mike Rose had an interception. Uh, Connor Saley was one of two, made a 32-yard field goal, six for six on extra points. Iowa State punted two times. Kansas State punted six times. Iowa State goes to five and two. Uh, next game, game we have is is a uh, number eleven Oregon take or UCLA taking on number eleven Oregon. Uh, the final score was thirty eight thirty five Oregon. UCLA was driving down the field, but wasn't able to get it done. Chase Griffin was nineteen of thirty one had it for one hundred ninety five yards, one touchdown, two picks. Demetric Felton was thirty had thirty four carries for one hundred sixty seven yards and two touchdowns, and then Brit Britain Brown had nine carries for fifty three yards and a touchdown. Uh, Tyler Shaw show was at nineteen of thirty for three hundred thirty four yards and three touchdowns. Travis Dye had ten carries for forty yards. C. J. Verdell. 12 carries for 18 yards and a touchdown. Leading receiver for UCLA was Kyle Phillips with eight receptions for 91 yards. Craig Dulich with four receptions for 55 yards and a touchdown. Devon Williams had six receptions for 123 yards and a touchdown. Hunter Camp Moyer had five receptions for 70 yards and a touchdown. And Travis Dye had one reception for 32 yards and a touchdown. Down uh, Vernon McKin- McKinley, the third. Had an interception. Jordan Happel had a pick six, six uh, to end the first half. UCLA tried to throw it downfield. Oregon picked it off and took it to the house. House uh, Nicholas Barmira was five for five on extra points. Camden Lewis was one of two, made a twenty-three yard field goal, fifty or five for five on extra points. Oregon punted six times. UCLA punted four times. Oregon gets a big win there. There against uh, Chip Kelly, their former coach.
Uh, next game we have, moving on, we have uh, number 10, Wisconsin, taking on number 19, uh, Northwestern. Northwestern won the game 17-7. to Big win for the Wildcats, starting off 5-0. and 5-0 now. Now, Payne Ramsey, pretty good day. 23-44, 203 yards and two touchdowns. Graham Mertz did not have the best day. 23-41, 230 yards, one touchdown with three picks. Jalen Berger, 15 carries for 93 yards. Yards. Drake Anderson had eight carries for 13 yards for Northwestern. Uh, Ramid Chia Giao Bowman. Chiaki Hio. I'm probably saying that wrong. He had four receptions for 95 yards and a touchdown. And then Charlie Man Mangier had two receptions for 11 yards and a touchdown. Down Jake Ferguson was the leading receiver for Wisconsin with seven receptions for 58 yards. Uh, Jameer Dyke had two receptions for 52 yards and a touchdown. Down Brendan Joseph had two interceptions for Northwestern, and Greg Newsom had the second had an interception. Shin, uh, Charlie Kubander was one of two, made a 32-yard field goal, two for two on extra points, and Colin Larsh was one for one on extra points. Northwestern punted it 10 times. Wisconsin punted seven times. Very defensive a game. But, but in the end, Northwestern gets the upset. Uh, Wisconsin has their first loss of the year, year and might this potentially could end their uh, playoff hopes. Or... Not playoff hope. Well, I think it does that, but our chances at winning the Big Ten championship. Chip. Unless Northwestern loses two games. And I think they play two more games, right? No, they have three more games. Okay. So they would need to lose two games. And even, I don't don't even know if that would be enough. But yeah. Yeah, big win for the Wildcats and uh, Pat Fitzgerald. The next next game I'm talking about, we we have a SEC matchup. Uh, wouldn't really say it was a matchup though. Though we had a uh, Kentucky taking on number one Alabama. Alabama absolutely wrecked. Kentucky sixty three to three. Mac Jones was sixteen to twenty four. 230 yards, two touchdowns. Did throw a pick, though. Bryce Young came in, was 2 of 2 for 53 yards and a touchdown. Terry Wilson was a starter. He was, he was 10 of 19 for 120 yards through an interception. They sent in Joey Gatewood. He was 0 of 4. And then they sent in Bo Allen, who was 0 of 2. Their lane rusher for Alabama was Jace McLennan. He had 10 carries for 99 yards and a touchdown. Najee Harris, 13 carries for 83 yards and a touchdown. Roy William, Roy Dale Williams, 10 carries for 30 yards and a touchdown. And Brian Robinson Jr., 6 carries for 22 yards and a touchdown. Lane rusher for Kentucky was uh, Asim Rose Jr. with 10 carries for 68 yards. Lane receiver was Josh Alley with 4 receptions for 52 yards. Devonta Smith had a big day. Nine receptions, 144 yards, and two touchdowns. Downs. Uh, Josh, John Manchie, the third, had one reception for 18 yards and a touchdown. Down. Uh, Kevin Joseph had an interception. Jordan Battle had a pick six for Alabama. 
Uh, Will Richard was nine of nine on extra points. Matt Ruffolo was one of two. Two made a 33-yard field goal. Goal. Uh, Alabama punted it twice, and Kentucky punted it seven times. Times they Alabama just stormed over them, and I believe their next game is against Auburn. We'll see what happens there. There. Okay, the next game I'm going to recap is number seven Cincinnati taken versus UCF. It was a close game. Game throughout, out back and forth, but uh, Cincinnati did just enough to get the win. When they won the game, uh, Desmond Ritter was twenty-one of thirty-two, had three hundred thirty-eight yards and two touchdowns. Pretty good day for him. Dylan Gabriel for UCF, twenty-six of forty-nine. 243 yards, three touchdowns, did have one pick, though. Lean rusher was Otis Anderson with 12 carries for 51 yards. Greg McRae had seven carries for 19 yards and a touchdown. Lean rusher for Cincinnati was uh, Jared Dokes, and Desmond Ritter had 14 carries for 57 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Josh Weil had five receptions for 81 yards and a touchdown. Leonard Taylor, six receptions for 76 yards and a touchdown. Leading receiver for UCF was Marlon Williams with eight receptions for 97 yards and two touchdowns. And Jalen Robinson with five receptions for 32 yards and a touchdown. Down, Ryan Montgomery had two fumbles. Somebody else fumbled. Uh, they only lost one of them. Um, Land tackler was Darian Beavers with 12 tackles, one and a half sacks, and four tackles for loss. And then Curse Brooks had one half ta- sacks and one half tackles for loss and five tackles total. Richie Grant had 16 tackles, one half tackles for loss, and two pass deflections. Uh, Tatum Bethune, 10 tackles, two and a half tackles for loss, a sack, and a quarterback hurry. Hurry. Uh, Derek Forrest had an interception. Cole Smith was three for three, made a 47 yard field goal, three for three on extra points. UCF punted six times, Cincinnati punted four times. Cincinnati remains undefeated and keeps their playoff hopes alive. Live. Uh, next game, we have num- Tennessee taking on number 23, Auburn. Uh, t- this game, game, it, it was uh, somewhat close. 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 Uh, Jared Gorantano was 15 to 23, had 156 yards, one interception. Shin, uh, Harrison Bailey came in. He was 7 of 10 for 86 yards. Bo Nix, not the best day. 17 of 26 for 220 yards, one touchdown, but one pick. DJ Williams, 11 carries for 66 yards and a touchdown. Down. Eric Gray, 22 carries for 173 yards and a touchdown. Jared Gorantano, 5 carries for negative 6 yards and a touchdown. Anthony Schwartz, three receptions for 84 yards and a touchdown. Eric Gray was the lead receiver for Tennessee with three receptions for 49 yards. Lane Tackler was Owen Popo with 12 tackles for Auburn. Lane Tackler for Tennessee was Bryce Thompson, DeAndre Johnson, and Matthew Butler with six tackles. Uh, Kevon Bennett had two sacks for Tennessee and three tackles for loss. 
Uh, Colby Wooden had a one and a half sacks for Auburn. Smoky Monday had a pick six. It, or Smoke Monday. Uh, Bryce Thompson had an interception as well. Uh, Brent Kamka, Simagila, Glia, I'm probably saying that wrong. He was one of three, had a 47-yard field goal, two for two on extra points. Andrew Anders Carlson had was three for three, made a 50-yard field goal, three for three on extra points. Both teams playing it twice. Tennessee falls to two and five. Auburn falls to five and two. Uh, next game, game we have number 14, Oklahoma, taking on St- Oklahoma State, taking on number 18, Oklahoma. Oklahoma absolutely dominated this game, 41-13. Team, uh, Spencer Sanders didn't have a good game, and then they brought in their backup, Shane Lingworth, and he was awful. He was 5-21, of 21, 71 yards, did have a touchdown, though. Spencer Sanders, 10-19 of 19 for 97 yards through interception. Spencer Rattler, pretty good day, 17-24 for 301 yards and four touchdowns. Ramah... Ramondre Stevenson, 26 carries for 141 yards. Yards. Spencer Rattler, 7 carries for 14 yards and a touchdown. Chubba Hubbard, 8 carries for 44 yards. Uh, Tylen Wallace, 4 receptions for 68 yards. Logan Carter, 3 receptions for 34 yards and a touchdown. And Marvin Mims, 3 receptions for 65 yards. Mikey Henderson, 3 receptions for 61 yards and a touchdown. Theo Wees, 2 receptions for 40 yards and 2 touchdowns. And Jeremiah Hall, 1 reception for 30 yards and a touchdown. Mikey Henderson uh, had a fumble. Lean tackler was Malcolm Rodriguez with 11 tackles. And he had a sack and a tackle for loss. Lean tackler for Oklahoma was Woody Washington, uh, Nick Benito, and Brian Asamoah with eight tackles. Uh, Nick had one and a half tackles for loss, one and a half sacks, and a pass deflection. Uh, Ronnie Perkins had two sacks and three tackles for loss for Oklahoma. Big day for him. Uh, David Uguwebo had an interception. Uh, Gabe Brick was 2 of 3 for 40 yards and fit 5 for 5 on extra points. Brady Pohl, 2 for 2, made a 38-yard field goal, 1 for 1 on extra points. And Oklahoma State punted 6 times. Oklahoma punted 3 times. Oklahoma came out the gate quickly and with 21 points and took over and won the game. Big win for them. Then Oklahoma State that officially ends their playoff hopes. Hopes. Next game, we got Mississippi State versus Georgia. Georgia won the game 13, 13 31 to 24. Mississippi State, I got to give them credit. Credit. And I am a Mississippi State fan, but I'm also a Georgia fan, if you didn't know that. Uh, t- uh, our offense came together this game. It, it it did defense. That we we've had we had a bunch of guys out. We played we had forty nine players, and this for some of you guys that didn't know this, we had forty nine players. Players for this game or forty nine scholarship players for this game. Game the SEC normally the rule is you're supposed to have fifty three to play. They let us play this game. Game a lot of people expected a blowout, but. No, this team came to play. Fortunately, didn't get the win in the end. And, but this team played their hearts out. 
at least on offense. Offense and and great. It's a young team. We have like a bunch of freshmen playing, first-time players playing, a bunch of new guys, and we we played well. Well, and this is the team, the play we need to see every every week. Week. Uh, Will Rogers, forty-one and fifty-two, had three hundred thirty-six yards, one touchdown. Dylan Johnson, uh, the freshman, uh, from uh, Greensboro, or Greensville, Mississippi, had had eight carries for nineteen yards and two touchdowns. Jaquavius Marks had four carries for sixteen yards. Yards. Zamir what? Georgia, Georgia. They cannot get a rushing game going. Zamir White was their leading rusher with 11 carries for 21 yards. But JT, they, they were able to get a good passing attack going. J- JT Daniels was 28-38 for 401 yards and four touchdowns. Down. Ed, Jermaine Burton had a big day. Eight receptions, 197 yards, two touchdowns. George Pickens, eight receptions for 87 yards and a touchdown. Kyrus Jackson with four receptions for 55 yards and a touchdown. Jaden Wally had seven receptions for 115 yards and a touchdown. He's a freshman from Zilber, Zilberville, Mississippi. Had a big day. Day. He had a 51-yard touchdown. Down. No, we didn't have any turnovers in this game. Game. And we, we played well on offense. Defense. Defense, we were without a lot of guys. Guys, we were definitely hurt in the secondary. There, we've had some injuries with Fred Peters out, uh, Marcus Murphy opting out. Uh, we've that that's been that definitely hurt us. But uh, still, Martin Emerson had was their lean tackler with eleven tackles. He had four pass deflections. He made some plays plays out there. London Craft. Seven tackles, one half tackles for loss. Loss. We had eleven tackles for loss this game. That, that's a lot. London Craft had some. Sean Preston, Forbes, Watson, uh, Brule, Aaron Brule, two pass deflections. It, we were, we were just stuffing the run all day. Day. Uh, Nick, Kobe Dean, was the lane tackler for Georgia with twelve tackles. Uh, Brandon Ruiz was one of one, made a twenty-two yard field goal, three for three on extra points. And Jack uh, Pod was one of one, made a forty-one yard field goal, four for four on extra points. Both teams punted it four times. Times. It, it was a good game. Game throughout. By both teams. Teams. Uh, Mississippi State, yeah. as I said, said obviously we didn't get the win, and in football that is important. Important the win is that, but I'll I'll get I gotta. Get, if you understand what this team's gone through, it gone through it through. Uh, they you have to give them props. Okay, okay. Coming in with 49 players, they didn't have to play this game, but they wanted to, and they came to compete, and they did. Didn't get the win again.
But, but yeah, I, I hope we see this offense going the rest of the season. Going to be nice uh, if our defense can improve within the next week. Next week that they play Ole Miss, they have a really good offense. Defense, it's not so much, which it does uh, give me some hope uh, since Georgia has one of the best defenses in uh, college football. Football and... And we were able to uh, attack them. Hopefully we can do the same against Ole Miss, who's been struggling on defenses here. But offensively, they've been per- really good. So we definitely need our defense to improve. But, but yeah, I'm excited for the Egg Bowl next week. Week. Georgia, they, they play South Carolina and Vanderbilt the rest of the season. Georgia... Ha- Mississippi State has Ole Miss, Missouri, and then Auburn. So, yeah. Uh, next game, game we have a uh, number twenty-one Liberty traveling to to uh, NC State. State. Uh, where NC State? It's in uh. It's in Raleigh, right? Right? Is it? I'm trying to double check. It's in... Yeah, it's in Raleigh. Okay. That's what I thought. Uh, they won the game today. 15-14. Team. They... They blocked a, a game-winning kick from Liberty uh, to get this win. I predicted NC State to win. Liberty, they had a fight. Uh, they struggled on offense. But, but still, they're having a great year. Year 8-1. and one, So, so a, a good win for NC State for the Wolfpack. Pack. Uh, let me go over the stats for the game. Uh, Willis, he was uh, 13 of 32 for 172 yards, two touchdowns, but three picks. Uh, Bailey Hawkman was 14 of 27 for 154 yards through an interception. Zonovan Knight had 14 carries for 96 yards and two touchdowns for NC State. Joshua Mack had 12 carries for 49 yards. yards. Noah Frith had four receptions for 73 yards and a touchdown. And Jerome Jackson, one reception for six yards and a touchdown. Lean receiver for NC State was Amika Amizi with one reception for 55 yards and a touchdown. Bailey Hawkman did fumble it twice. Luckily, he didn't lose it. Uh, Javon Scrug, Scruggs was the lean tackler for Liberty with 10 tackles. T- uh, Daniel Joseph had one and a half sacks at t- and one and a half tackles for loss for NC State and five tackles total. Lean tackler was Isaiah Moore with 13 tackles, two tackles for loss, half a sack. Uh, Jakeem Harris, Isaac Duffy, and Aiden Harris, White or Aiden White, all three had an interception. Cedric Zone had an interception for Liberty. Christopher Dunn missed a, a field goal, but it was one for one on extra points. So did Alex uh, Barber. The Emirates assumed that was the kick that was blocked. Uh, NC State punted it eight times. Liberty punted it five times. Tough game, but NC State gets the win.
Okay, and then the last game we have to talk about uh, this week is... Is, uh... Hold on, hold on. Uh, or is uh, U- Utah versus USC? Or, I mean, USC versus Utah. Utah. Uh, the final score of the game was 33-17 USC. USC had a big second quarter, scoring 21 points. Utah did as well, had 14 points in the second quarter. Uh, Keenan Slovis, 24-35, 264 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Jake Bentley getting his first start start uh, since being at South Carolina. Lina, uh, he did not have the best game. He was 16-28, 171 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Then they brought in Cameron Rising, who was 3 of 6 for 45 yards and threw an interception as well. Not a big day. Good day in the passing game for Utah. Liam Rusher was Ty Jordan with 7 carries for 32 yards. Liam Rusher for USC was Bave Malapai. Was 20, had 20 carries for 62 yards and a touchdown. Lean receiver was Brew McCoy with 5 receptions for 66 yards. Tyler Vaughns. Had four receptions for 62 yards and a touchdown. And Eric Cromanoke had three receptions for 24 yards and a touchdown. Lean receiver for Utah was Brian Thompson with two receptions for 48 yards. And Samson Nakua had three receptions for 29 yards and a touchdown. Down, Utah fumbled the ball twice and lost it. Uh, USC fumbled the ball three times, only lost one of them. Lean tackler was uh, Raylan... Uh, go forth. He had 12 tackles, two pass deflections, half attack, goal for loss. Loss. Uh, Lean tackler for Utah was Devin Lloyd with 11 tackles, two tackles for loss. Loss. Uh, Drake Jackson, Chris Steele, and Talanoa Ufanga Ufanga had an interception. Uh, Nepi Sewell Sewell had a interception for uh, U- Utah. Uh, Jaden Redding, the kicker for Utah, was one of one. Made a 36-yard field goal, two for two on extra point. And Parker Lewis was four of four on field goals. Made his 47-yarder. Was three for three on extra points. USC punted it four times. Utah punted it four times. USC remains three and zero. Have a chance to win the Pac-12. 12 uh in utah with 32 games gone they they're in some trouble right now they i I didn't think they would be that good this year anyway they did lose a lot of players 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 uh zach moss uh uh, what was what was the guy's quarterback's name bentley when i when they have bentley right now uh I, I, i forgot the forget the quarterback's name name that they had last year it was um uh i i know his name i, I can't remember but uh usc gets a big win there and some of the games postponed this week sadly or canceled we had a uh, central arkansas and 24 louisiana billy napier tested positive which uh texas versus kansas I have no idea what happened there. Marshall versus Charlotte. 
I have no idea what happened there. Miami, uh, I know their coach tested positive. If uh, Ole Miss and Texas A&M, I believe Texas A&M had some players test positive. And Clemson versus Florida State, a player that tested negative uh, like for two times throughout the week was already traveling with the team to the game, and he found out he tested positive. And that, and they, Florida State uh, postponed the game. Uh, they didn't feel comfortable playing. So, so yeah. Yeah, that's all the games from this week. I'm going to go over the AP poll real quick. The AP poll, I'm, I'm going to still talk about it, but, but when I do my uh, predictions on Thursday, yes, I'll talk about that in a, uh, after this. But uh, the schedule is going to be a little bit different this week for football talk with Freddie. Freddie, but, but was, right now let's talk about the AP poll. Number one, we have Alabama. Uh, there's there's no question they dominated against Kentucky, sixty three to three, playing great all year. Here, like I'm curious, what's what's been their closest game this year? Like the margin of points. Okay, nineteen points against Missouri. Twenty-eight against A and M. Fifteen points against Ole Miss. That that's been their closest game. Uh, Seventeen against Georgia. Um, Forty-one, sixty. Every week, their margin of victories just seems to keep growing. Growing. This week, they have the Iron Bowl. Get, could be a good game. Let's see. Auburn, Auburn did not look good last week. Or should I say yesterday? Day against uh, Tennessee. They they they're gonna need to play really good football, and even really good might not be enough. Like Cam Newton, twenty ten football. That's what they're gonna need to play to beat Bama. Number two, Notre Dame. Dame, they had a bye week last week. Uh, this week they play. They play Pitt. Where well, no, I know no Clemson plays Pitt. They they play. Hold on, top twenty-five, five. Oh, they play North Carolina. Could be a good game. Game. Uh, next game we have. Our next team, we have number three, Ohio State. State, they they won a close game against Indiana. Didn't play the best football. Indiana played a lot better than I thought they would be. Be and gotta give them respect for that. I thought they would be a good team this year, but but not good enough to compete with Ohio State. Even going into this game, I was like, I think Ohio State's gonna at least win by two, two or three possessions, but. Ne- they they impressed me and they were down by twenty one at a point and came back, or almost came back, I should say. Number fours Clemson. Or this week Ohio State plays Illinois. 
Oh, I expect them to win that game. Game Illinois did beat Nebraska last week, though. So, though, but Nebraska hasn't been the best this year. So, number four, four is Clemson. They they play Pitt. Last time they played Pitt, or actually two times ago, I should say. Last week, though, they dominated them in the ACC championship in 2018. 2016, though, last time they played in Clemson, they they were upset by Nathan Peterman. Clemson was upset by Nathan Peterman. This week, this time, they have Kenny Pickett. Let's we'll see what what Pitt can do. I don't I don't think they'll pull an upset, but you never know. Crazy stuff can happen in college football. Number five, A and M. They didn't play last week. That. Their game was postponed due to coronavirus. Uh, this week they play LSU. Could could be a good game. You never know. No. Number six, it's Florida. They they oh they played Vanderbilt. It did offensively looked great. Defensively, it showed the struggles. Struggles. But struggles they they play Kentucky this week. Kentucky Kentucky they they are three and five right now. They got destroyed by Alabama, though almost everybody in the country would. So not gonna say a whole lot about that. That uh but we'll we'll see how Florida does. I think they'll probably win that game, but you never know. Number seven, Cincinnati. They had a close game against UCF last week. Week went down to the wire. Wire, but was able to keep their playoff hopes alive. Best, they have the best chance to go to the playoffs. They have two more games. They have Temple this week, and then they have Tulsa, and then the American Championship, where they're. Who who would they play in the American Championship? Oh, this year, T- Tulsa maybe a rematch. That that might that's possibly could be their best chance. Has Tulsa played SMU? No, no. Uh, yeah, SMU lost to Tulsa, so there's a. It's probably going to be just like last year, and I think the year before, a re back to back weeks. Cincinnati is going to be playing the team that played the week prior in the championship. Chip. Uh, the Tulsa game, I, I picked, before it was postponed, I actually picked Tulsa with the upset. May, I might, uh, we'll see. Cincinnati is a really good team. Team, but I don't know. We'll see. Number eight, BYU. They played North Alabama. Practically, it was a bye week for them. <laughs> them this week, week. Uh, they play. They. They have one more game this year, but they don't play it for another three weeks. Weeks they'll be playing San Diego State. State. I would say their playoff hopes are almost done. Done just because they don't have the best schedule. If they could schedule a game against a Pac-12 team, I think that would help a lot and maybe even give them a chance to jump Cincinnati. Maybe. 
But, but yeah, number nine, Oregon. They they played UCLA. It was a close game. Went down to the wire. Got the win. Win. Could have played a little bit better. Better, I would say. Oregon, they're probably not going to the playoffs. Playoffs for two reasons. Uh, just because they're only playing like five or six games in the Pac-12, twelve, and in their only way they would probably have a chance is if they blew everybody out. And they've had, and yeah, yeah. Then I don't, I don't, I don't see them making it. Still can make a New Year's Six bowl, probably. Number ten, Miami. They they didn't play last week. Their their coach tested positive for corona. They oh, and the top top uh, top eight remained the same. Oregon. They actually moved up two spots this week. They I forgot to mention that that after being UCLA, they did win. So I guess and other teams lost so number 10 Miami they they moved up two spots despite not playing they were supposed to play I I forget who they were supposed to play play um uh Georgia Tech Tech they probably should have won the game though Tennessee or Miami hasn't looked the best this year yet they're still winning so that winning which in the end I guess that's all that matters but but yeah this week Miami plays nobody I don't I don't see a game for them so I, I assume they have a bye week week number 11 Northwestern they move up eight spots after getting a big win over uh, Wisconsin they won like 17 to 7 7 Big win for Pat Fitzgerald in that program. They're five and zero in the Big Ten right now. Now, probably have the best chance to play Ohio State in the Big Ten championship. Uh, number number twelve's Indiana. Indiana, they fall three spots. Yeah, yeah, they lost to the number three team in the country, and they played it close. So. I didn't think they would fall that well. They they played a lot better than I thought they would be. Number thirteen, Georgia. They beat Mississippi State in a close game. This game it came down to the end, honestly. Uh they didn't move up or down down. Down. And They, uh, they potentially could have found their quarterback back. Uh, JT Daniels played a great game. There's no question about it. About it, still have to see what he can do. It, again, it's one game, and I'm not trying to be a hater. I, I, I think, I think he has potential to be a great quarterback. But as a Mississippi State fan, and I hate to say, it, I'm. Just that one one game, it that's what uh hurts us. One game, 
one the one game uh wonder i i hate to say say kj costello he he balled out like broke a bunch of records and then and then just dipped he he just wasn't doing as well well and And yeah, I'm not saying that's gonna happen to uh, JT Daniels. I hope not, because I am a Georgia fan as well. So, so yeah, they they did have some injuries though, though. But same same with Mississippi State. State, uh, I would say they're trying to just finish the year strong. Maybe go to a good bowl game. Game, prepare for next year. Year that's that's what Georgia's goals should be right now. Now, unless Florida somehow miraculously loses two games, games uh Georgia. Georgia's uh chances at the SEC championship is gone. Number fourteen, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, they be be Oklahoma State, or should I say, they killed Oklahoma State. State, and they moved up four spots. They moved. And they moved up to number 14 in the country. They were 18 last week. Playing a lot better right now. Had a rough start, but playing a lot better. I think they still have a chance to win the Big 10 or Big 12. I have no idea. Do I have to look at the scenario? They they have like two games left probably. Two or three games left. left. I know they lost to Iowa State. Who's six and two? I, I would have to look up that scenario. Number seventeen or fifteen, we have Iowa State. They beat Kansas State, or should I say, crushed them like forty-five nothing. They move up two spots, play great football. Some people are like, why are why is Iowa State behind them? Then, well, the rankings it's it's called the voting, and some people might thought Oklahoma's played better or played a better opponent, which I do agree. They did play a better opponent, but maybe I would. They, you could flip flop it, honestly. See, and unless they play, the let's see, Oklahoma State they're six and two, Iowa State six and two. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna have to look at the scenario for the championship, Big Twelve championship. Chip, though, nobody's going to the playoffs from that conference. It, no, nobody will. Mm-hmm. Number 16, Coastal Carolina. They did fall one spot uh, just because there wasn't a tie in voting. Voting and Oklahoma and Iowa State dominated. Uh, Mar- they they played Appalachian State, had a close game, came down, had a close game, but... Was able to get the win over Appalachian State. Remain eight and out and undefeated. Good for that. The chance of clears number seventeen. Marshall. They didn't play last week. Week their game was postponed against Charlotte. Number eighteen Wisconsin. They they fall eight spots after losing to uh, Northwestern. Nineteen USC. They move up one spot after beating uh, Utah. Twenty Texas. They move up two spots. Despite not playing, playing their game was postponed against Kansas. Twenty-one 
Oklahoma State, they fall uh, seven spots after losing the o- getting crushed by Oklahoma. 22, Auburn, they move up one spot after getting a win over Tennessee. 20, uh, 23, Louisiana, their game was postponed, these, but they still moved up one spot. Tulsa, 24, they moved up one spot after getting a, a big comeback win over Tulane. And then 25, North Carolina, they... They didn't play last week, I don't I don't think. Did they play last week? Week no they no they did not. So and then teams receiving votes, you have Washington, Liberty, Nevada, SMU, Iowa, Boise State, Florida, Atlantic. Really? Florida Atlantic, didn't they struggle against UMass? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought they struggled against UMass. And UMass, I hate to say, is not one of the best teams. Teams, 24-2. to two. Uh, Okay, they won comfortably, I guess. Uh, Buffalo's receiving votes. San Jose State, their game was postponed. And, yeah. Hope you guys have a great day. Day uh, on, on Tuesday, I'm going to release my NFL recap. I might release it a little bit later because I'm gonna be I'm gonna try to release it on time at 8 p.m. Central. Actually, I should be fine. Fine, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Because uh, I'm I'm gonna be driving to Atlanta for Thanksgiving. So. So yeah. Um, uh, Wednesday I'm gonna be doing my NFL predictions. Thursday college predictions. And then Sunday Sunday we'll go back to my college recap. And then go back to no- my normal schedule. And yeah, hope you guys have a great day. Uh, Hail State and go Bills. Go Bills. And yeah, stay safe.